Uh, good morning, folks. Uh, this is Flaps here on Red Oak Radio, word of mouth, and uh, it's good to be back. We're, we're well into the new year now. New Year's resolutions have come and gone. I actually vowed not to take any New Year's resolutions. I actually took an old year resolution. It started mid-December. I started running again. I've been running uh, for five weeks, and uh, it's going well. I'm actually fit. I'm in shape. I'm normally of a shape, but now I'm a bit more in shape. And um, just to celebrate my in-shapeness, I have an in-shape friend with me on air today. Uh, so to Red Oak Radio listeners, uh, welcome. And also to the podcast listeners on SoundCloud, welcome. We broadcast on both platforms. And, and I have with me Anna Wood. Hello, Anna. Lovely. Thank you to be here. It's good to have you. Um, you you would actually wish that this was not a podcast or a radio stream. You'd actually wish this was TV because Anna is, is uh, <laughs> enjoyable to look at. <laughs> Thank you for that compliment. <laughs> because that's your job. You have to look good for your job. Yeah, I have to. I want a job like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish people would pay me more. That's all. <laughs> So, Anna, welcome on here. It's good to have uh, you with me, just hanging out, uh, just chatting about life and this mm. and that. Uh, for those of you who are not as educated uh, in the uh, fitness and looking good business, just tell us who you are and, and uh, what do you do and uh, how do you know me? Um, always when people ask me that question, I'm always thinking, okay, where do I have to start? Basically, very short, I'm in the fitness industry, I teach boot camp, I also compete in bodybuilding. Well, let me say, I don't like to say the word bodybuilding because it sounds very butch, and um, I'm not, but I also compete in fitness shows. So you're a bodybuilder? I am a bodybuilder, oh but, I do, but I'm a girly bodybuilder, so I do the bikini category and not the big flexy butch category. Right. So you're, yeah. a, you're the more uh, petite? Feminine. <laughs> Ladylike, um, <laughs> sexy. <laughs> I'll say it in that in that regard. We, we're gonna take some pictures later for the website. <laughs> okay, Anessa, you're in fitness, boot camp, bodybuilding. Yes. What else? I do motivational speaking as well. It's really it's my my biggest passion is to, especially to work with women, to inspire women to. You know, us as women, we really struggle with our identity of who you are. You look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh my word, I don't like what I see. So I'm trying to really educate women about it's not what you see, but what you believe who you are inside. And that's, that, that's a challenge because, you know, I believe in what you believe is who you are at the end of the day. And if you're, if you, let's say, for example, you're a thin person, I'm just using thin. Like me. Yeah, you're a thin person, <laughs> but, you, but you look in the mirror and you see a different picture. Yes. That's what you see and that's what you believe, but that might just not be the truth. All right, I'd like to zoom in on this conversation at some point, but let's just backtrack one minute. So you said you do a boot camp. Yes. I find that very... <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Just tell us more. Um, when I say boot camp, people immediately think, oh, you're going to kill me, we're going to do tire flips, we're doing hardcore, you're going to get dirty and it's muddy. It's not like that at all. But we do do tire flips and every pers any person can join. I've actually, I've got a... Men also. Men uh, also join. I've got a guy that's been exercising with me now for three years and he's 70 years old. 70 years old. Is he in shape? He is in shape. He really is. <laughs> Obviously, when he started, he really struggled. 
but now, after three years, he's in good shape, he feels awesome, but he, he only does, he does what he can. Oh, but when I hear boot camp, I think back of my army days, and I'm going to tell but you exactly, the story. exactly, that's I'm what you... <laughs> I'm going to tell you the story just in a minute about my army days. Um, and I think you got to... I mean, that is suffering. It, it, mm. So you let them suffer. I do, and they pay me to let, let them, them suffer. suffer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But not too much. Not like where does it happen? Like on, on the grass, in a gym, yes. in the forest? We exercise outdoors. That's what makes it different. Because people, you know, you get tired of going to a gym and everything's indoors. Now this is nice. It's outdoors. The sun is shining. It's fresh. And, and if it's raining on the day? Well, we've got space that we can train where you don't get wet. Oh, but I think if it's boot camp, we have to train in the rain and the snow. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very nice with my clients. <laughs> but when it rains... Normally, half of the class only shows up. Yeah. Yeah. That's so and I, I, say, I sometimes say to them, the only reason I'm here today is because you guys are paying me. Not because I want to be here, just because you're paying me and it's raining and it's so cold. So I also want to be in bed, but I'm here for you. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So this boot camp, so then you just shout at them and tell them to exercise, be better, run faster. Hmm. So we started with a warm-up, then there's um, different exercises we do. It's all bodyweight exercises, from lunges to burpees, and yeah, many different things. Yeah. Let me tell you my army story. Army, yeah, that's why you're thinking boot camp is so hardcore. Uh, so I was in the Air Force, and I was still one of the last groups that had compulsory military service. I did two years. Sure. And uh, it wasn't really my thing. You know, the army suffering, running <laughs> up and down. People screaming at you. Marching, people screaming at you, very without respect. And uh, But we had to do it. But I, I, at least I was in the choir. Oh, all, the, cool? the Air Force choir was called the Canaries. And they traveled the country and we did seven shows a week, 250 shows a year. Wow. But we did have basic training. So there, those three months were my was my boot camp. And uh, we were actually, so here's the little secret. I'm not sure if I should say this on air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> but there was this stigma about the canaries and the choirs and the choir that, you know, because we are artistically inclined, necessarily <laughs> everybody has the same um, sexuality, uh, the same uh, orientation and there were some questions about <laughs> okay, our sexuality okay. <laughs> which was fair yeah <laughs> because you were the choir <laughs> in the army <laughs> but that said we were the toughest group oh, in the gym wow. and we won everything really? no matter what you thought about us or our sexuality so I turned out straight and yeah. uh, <laughs> and after many kids so we know that <laughs> And uh, but it was fun. It was fun. And then you know, I believe it. I weighed at that point of my life fifty nine mm. kilograms. It's it's less than I'm actually weighing at the moment. It's thirty kilograms oh. less than I weigh right now. <laughs> I was so thin. I wasn't in shape. I was out of shape. Yeah, that's uh, that's too thin. That's like just yeah. Yeah, and now I just struggle to keep my weight. Anyway, so I don't know if you're going to give me some um, advice on air about how to get myself in shape or whether it's just a, a lost case. Yeah, there's different shapes. We just need to decide what <laughs> shape you want to be in that we have to get, agree on. <laughs> okay, Anna. So um, I, um, I know Anna for a long time. 
And recently we worked on a project together where we're doing this great video of, uh, which about the concept of effort and sweat. And uh, so we took a few, we asked a few people who we thought could sweat well whether they would want to be part of our video and Anna was all, uh, she qualified totally. <laughs> and uh, we shot the most amazing footage of people running and climbing trees and putting all these effort into it. And the whole concept mm. of the video is, uh, is the concept of many Christians and maybe non-Christians feeling that they have to put effort in mm. in order to please God. Uh, you know, they're always trying harder. You know, they, they're just not, we're not good enough. Let's just try harder. Oh, I sinned again. Let me just try harder. Maybe this, I'm sorry, God, I won't do this again. Let me just try harder. And then constantly trying to please God. Um, and all the sweat is getting them nowhere. And, I, and, and then just the irony of it's unnecessary because... Uh, the, the job has been done. The work has been done. And Jesus did it all. So, Anna, your perspective on this concept, just your perspective on how people, uh, you know, try so hard. Mm. I'd love to hear it. Um, I'm definitely, I'm so guilty at that because that's absolutely my, how can I say, my personality. I'm a, I'm a hard worker. So, so when it comes to, how can I say, Jesus things, for me, I feel, okay, I have to do this, 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 and then I know, God will approve of me. So you fall into this trap. Yes, definitely. And, and you've walked with God for many, many, definitely. many years. Definitely. And you still fall in this trap. Yeah. And when you came to me with that, con with that concept of the video that we did, it was so profound, actually, because that time of my life, I was really feeling God saying to me, it's time to rest. You need to find peace in me and not in your own works. And it's actually so profound because... Um, I'm basically working with that story of Cain and Abel at the moment where, you know, the different offerings that they brought to God. And it's it's the same, it's, it's, the, it's the way your heart, your heart is. And if you just rest in who God is, I think that restless wanderer of Cain, Cain was that restless wanderer. If we can't find peace in God, you'll always be, you'll, you'll be doing works and works and works and works and not resting in who God is. But that's that's so difficult. Mm. It's it sounds so great. I can understand that some listeners are thinking, yeah, 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 that sounds great. But how, how do I in actually, heaven's name yeah. do I do that? What? Because sometimes I think you feel you feel so guilty that you're not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, especially your type of personality. Yes. Because you can do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can do a lot. I myself yes. can do a lot. But is that really what God wants me to do? And it doesn't count. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't. count. Because I'm just, I'm overworking myself. So, so I, I also am exactly like you. Mm. And uh, yeah, for so many years I was involved um, with, with things that I was passionate about and putting so much effort in to make it work. And it mm. worked reasonably. Um, and, and you know, you must blut at the club at tap. I can turn a pear into an apple. Yes, me yeah. too. Yeah. But then eventually, even even the stone dried up, mm. and, and I was thinking, oh God, but I'm really trying so hard. Mm. And and he put me through a season of of uh, refreshment and. Uh, uh, and and I'm at a new place in my life, and and. It, 
and, and then again, if I tell this, then it sounds so simple, but it's not. Um, but I am at a place where I'm involved with with work and ministry and business and the kingdom and this world around us um, where I'm working hard, but it's it's effortless. Mm. And, and somehow uh, I'm at a place where God is making things work. But if I heard someone say this two, three years ago when I wasn't experiencing that, I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So all I can say is that we each have our journey. Mm. And, and what we're talking about here today is something I think we should aspire towards. But if, if we're not there right now, it's okay. Um, but we should just understand that God's wants, God wants to mm. bring us to this position of rest. And we should figure out the route with him mm. because it's a good place to be. You actually told me you made some hectic decisions this year in terms of rest. I don't know if you want to share. You don't have I, to. I, I will definitely. So let's just, let's just tell us. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like you said, that whole everything started last year of me trying. I'm trying so hard. Like I've built up this Anna Wood brand for myself now over the years. Did you hear what I said? I. I build up the brand. And I've worked so hard to get my Annawood brand to where it is. And last year, I just... Very successfully, might I say. Yes. And and last year, I just really felt in my heart God saying, this whole thing about rest and this whole thing about, you know, slowing down and trusting God. And I felt in my heart to cancel all my sponsorships. <clears throat> now, I've got quite a few brands behind me that that are sponsoring me. And which is awesome. Every I mean, that's your living. Yeah, every your bread single and butter. every single brand that I'm with, I'm I'm passionate about the brand, and I work for them and they work for me. But I felt God saying to me, "It's time to stop." And even though I've already cancelled two of my sponsorships, yeah, 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 and it's a difficult thing to do. It, it, it's the one girl, one of the sponsors I spoke to. She she said to me, "Why?" What, uh, what did we do wrong? Yeah, what's wrong with us and you? I'm like, no, nothing is wrong. But at the end of the day, my main reason for doing that, it's less of me and more of God. Is if I get to a place, you know when you say that thing of blut edi klip top. What if I get to a point where I actually trust God? Where, let's say for an example, um, I'm looking for a new job. Because I know so many people, all my bootcamp clients, I'm just a very social person, so I can ask so many people for a job. And I'll organize a job for myself in two weeks. I'll even have options to choose from, just because I'm that type of person. And last year I felt God saying to me, just be quiet. Because if I'm quiet, He can work. But if I go out of my own person, you know, I'm like, do you have a job for me? Do you have a job for me? It's me doing the work. But if I'm quiet, he can actually move me. And he sort of, my experience of a God with things like this is he he's very, very respectful. He doesn't butt in. Mm. So as long as we're running around and doing our thing, it's like, well, okay, at some point when you give me a chance, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll step in. But while you're busy, I'm not going to. And when we let go, oh, letting go is the di- most difficult it's, thing ever. It, it's it's like you, you, I know, like it started since last year. And then 
I started kind of talking to my husband about it and kind of saying, listen, am I doing the right thing? And then he started asking me questions about why don't you want to cancel this and this and this sponsor? And the reasons I gave him is all reasons about pride. It's reasons about me not wanting to, I'm scared I'm going to lose out. What about me? What about this? And as soon as I answered it, I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm listening to myself and I'm giving the answer, but I'm like, I know it's the right thing to do. I just have to step out and do it. And I've still got a few sponsors to go. So like I said, I've really You're in the middle of this right now. I am. Oh and gosh. I've said it now on Now air, you said so. it on air. Your sponsors are listening. <laughs> <laughs> they were thinking, oh my goodness, it's coming. It's coming to me. <laughs> right, so what is it? how does it feel being at this place now? Is it liberating? Um, is it not yet liberating? Is it still scary? I think, yeah, I think it's mixed emotions. It's, it's scary, but in a way it's freeing. I feel, I feel kind of that, because once you're involved with a sponsorship, you, um, it's not like that company owns you, but you kind of, you have to work hard for that brand. You know, I'm promoting a brand. I am the brand of that company. And there's, there's constantly, there's pressure on you. You know, let's take, for example, my industry. You have to look good. Constantly, you have to, if you're going to, out into public, People are looking at you. They're looking at the brand you are selling. So I constantly have to look good and I have to do this, this, this. And kind of letting go, it's like, okay, I can be myself. And probably, probably you would st still look good anyway. Yeah. And now, when, you, when you say this, it sort of touches on, on the whole ambassador concept of us in the kingdom as well. Mm. You know, people look at us. And we mess up big time, and they say, "I'm done with God." Mm. You know, or I'm angry at the church. Mm. How can you be angry at the church? The church is a building, mm. and if you say the church <laughs> is a community of people, then how can you be angry at a whole community? Mm. You're angry at individuals or yourself or God. But people, anyway, people we mess up. People look at us, and they're done with God. Mm. So, so we're in this odd place where we're always ambassadors still. You know, I don't even want to put a Jesus sticker on my car because if I drive 100 when I shouldn't, people say, oh, those Christians. <laughs> but, it, but it's so true when you say, I was thinking of, you know, because on my Instagram account it says, and I would um, ambassador for this and this and this and this. All my, um, all my companies are listed there. And the other day I was thinking, you know, obviously now cancelling all of that, I'm an ambassador for Christ. And as soon as you say as soon as you say that, people are looking at you and thinking, okay, but why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? So they're looking at you through like big glasses, and because you are an, are an ambassador for Christ. But I still believe all of us are ambassadors for Christ. Yeah, and that said, we should be uh, disciplined and, and respectful, and you know, fruit of the spirit, etc., etc. We should do that. But in a way, I want to say. Our best chance at being a good ambassador is, again, letting go. Because mm. letting go is less of me mm. and more of God. Absolutely. And that's a better ambassador. Mm. And I'm not saying it as someone who's figured it out. I haven't figured this out. Um, but I'm, uh, by the grace of God, on a journey figuring it out. And I, mm. you know, when, people tell me, when people tell me they figured stuff out, I'm like, you really? Mm. Please some, tell some me. People, yeah. Some people write books because they figure something out, and with respect to all authors, but um, 
especially when someone writes a book and this is the way mm. I figured it out. I'm like, oh, come on, there's more than one way. And Definitely, because there's different people. I appreciate you sharing your journey, but we've got to be fluid in this because it's never mm. so easy. Mm. Each of our journeys are unique and weird. But this is the beauty of, of God and the beauty of our spirits and His spirits meshed into one. And we're imperfect and we're still full of sin, yet we are redeemed and and we're walking this walk on earth and it's complicated and it's a wrestling match and it's us often you're wrestling with God and sometimes you walk away with a limp. Um, but to me, that's actually beautiful. Mm. That's being real. Yes. For me, I sometimes feel like, not my calling in life, but you know, one of my things and I, I believe I've been blessed, like it's a gift from God, is I'm real. I am as real as it, can, as, it, as it gets. I'm so in love with Jesus, but I'm still a real person with yes. real issues. I struggle with issues every single day of my life, and I'm not shy to share it because I believe that's being real because every single person struggles with issues. Okay, so let me, let me hear you say you're not shy to share. So I mean, you're a good-looking woman, and now you're telling some fat women that they need to be okay with themselves, mm. but, but they might well say... Oh, that's easy for you to say. Um, but are you actually sometimes also not okay with yourself? Definitely. Definitely. Well, a fat woman is going to say, why? I, I had a big thing when, when I did my, this is about, I think, six years ago. Um, I did my first bodybuilding fitness bikini competitions. And in that whole year, it was 20, let me just think now, I think it's 2011, 2012. The whole year, I was dieting. The whole year. <laughs> so kind of you go mad. And by December, it was a good year. I, I won many competitions. I was on the cover of Fitness Magazine. So it was a good year for me. Then December came and we went on holiday. And that's the first time in that whole year that I could let go. So what, what did I do? Eat the ice cream. Eat yeah, the burger. Yeah. Eat, the, eat the burger. I ate the world. <laughs> I ate the world. That's what I did. And later my husband's like, so, babes, I think you <laughs> slow down. You know, my husband's not bothered, but he, when he said to me, you need to slow down, I'm like, uh-oh, okay, he's a problem. So, by that and that stage, we were walking in Durban, and I'm on the cover of Fitness Magazine. But I don't look the way I look, you know, in December. This is a bit different picture. Yeah, yeah, huge. <laughs> and I saw people walking, coming from front, and we, like, like, also in the fitness industry, I literally jumped Behind my you dodged husband. them. Yeah, I, I dodged them completely because I don't want them to see me. Then I struggled big time with that issue of the way I'm looking now, okay, which which I would say is still in shape for... It's acceptable. It's acceptable. And the way I want to look on stage, because the way you look on stage, there's no way you can look like that in normal life. But I wanted to look like that in normal life because then you are ripped you know you you've got veins everywhere and that's you're amazing going, i tried that it just doesn't exactly. work with me <laughs> and i would look at myself in the mirror and i would absolutely despise my body like i really hated i hated my body i start i started getting a big issue with the way i see myself so it's like a head and really it's 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 an issue but it's actually amazing because it, it just shows that uh, I'm saying this respectfully when I say the fat woman, so please don't crucify me. Mm. But what the fat woman or man mm. is experiencing, that same woman can now have thin legs and a thin body and have exactly the same 
journey, exactly the same <laughs> self-doubt, exactly the same I'm not good enough. Yeah. It's, um, and, and I think they, don't be- they believe it will change when I'm thin. And that is the biggest lie. Because it won't. No, it won't. Because for me doing competitions, also thinking, okay, once I get to my perfect body, you know, before I step on stage, I'm going to be happy. You are not happy because you are so drained because you're not, obviously, the way you eat for a competition. You don't feel well. There's no energy in your body. Your mind is clogged because you're so decarbed. You're not eating, eating any carbs. You don't feel good. And you look at yourself and you're like, I'm not ready to get on stage. But you think, literally think, for someone who's overweight, once I get to that weight, I'll be happy. If you're not happy now, you will never be happy. You need to find happiness in who you are, not in the way you look. And now, now the immediate cynical question would be, oh, so I don't have to diet. I must just accept my fat body. No. Yeah. No. So take it further. So what yes. then? Because people then think, but that's an excuse. Saying, but still, you need to care for yourself. You need to love yourself. If you love yourself, you are going to look after yourself. You are going to eat healthy. I'm not saying be on a diet for the rest of your life. There's a balance of being healthy. Being healthy doesn't mean thin. Yes. Or having a six-pack. That's not healthy. Healthy means you are feeling good about yourself. But you said balance. I love that word. Mm. Because extremists drive me insane. No. I believe I still have like wine. I am in love with wine. I love wine. I still have my wine. Over the weekend, I have a cheat meal. I'll have whatever I feel like. Pizza. Yeah, whatever I feel like. But I'm not going to go completely mad the whole week. Because that's where the biggest, I, I find with all my clients, the biggest problem is people go into a diet. And let's say two weeks down the line, they, they fall. You know, they completely fall off the wagon. And then they just leave it. And then they leave it. it that's, just carry on where you left off. Stop looking at the mistake you made. The next day, pick it up and carry on. Even if you, you just mentioned the word, the mistake you made, and I like that you said it that way. But when you allow yourself a, in in inverted commas, a cheat meal, Mm. then it's not a mistake. Because you you were in control and you chose that. It's like when you're running. You know, when I was a, I did run at some point (laughs) of my life. (laughs) Well, you said you started running again. Yes, I did. But when I was really running comrades and stuff like that, I would never walk because that's cheating. But now I've matured as a runner, actually, and I'm like, it's really not cheating because you can walk and it's still aerobic and you're still still getting from burning fat and and you're still, it's still healthy. And now, so now I have this app that I run with. I'm going on a sidetrack quickly. I have this app that I'm running with and you have this, Tunny that is shouting in my ears. Now run for three minutes. Now walk. Now sprint at 80% effort for 15 seconds. She tells me what to do the whole time. But because she says I'm allowed to walk, it's celebrating. Exactly. I'm not cheating. That's almost your reward. Yes. That's your reward. So in terms of balance mm. and a healthy life, the moment you tell yourself, that's okay. Mm. On the weekends, this... You know, whatever, cheat meal. You you can't be a completely, I don't know what the word in English, a geheel onthouwer. <laughs> you know? Yes, I, don't, I don't know what the word is. A teetoller? A tea, ta, there's a word like that, teetoller or something. But yes. You can't be that type of person who never, ever, 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 ever 
as a piece of chocolate, a glass of wine, a pizza. Because as soon as you, let's say you, you, you completely leave that out for three weeks. When that next day comes, you are going to go Berserk. crazy. And then you feel, oh, I've messed up. And then you're just going to carry on eating so bad. Balance is everything. But I want to touch on something you just said. Um, when you listen to that app, that lady saying to you, okay, so for three minutes, you're going to do running now. Then we're going to walk. Or then we're going to do sprint. It's almost like she's giving you short goals. Yes. And it's not, you're not thinking in your mind, okay, I have to go run 10Ks now. Because doing that is like, it's, very it's just too far. But because you've got short goals, you can achieve it. Same as when it comes to living healthy. Set yourself short, achievable goals. Not goals and thinking, um, I want to lose 20 kgs in three months. Sorry to burst your bubble, but it ain't going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because then I'll be a millionaire and people will be like, what are you doing to all these clients? <laughs> I have lost five kilograms in the last five weeks. See, but that's awesome because it's one kilogram a week. Yes. Which is perfect. Yes, and I'm still eating pizza every now and yeah. then, but only every now and then. But you are exercising as well. Exercising, and I've, I'm, I've sort of let bread go. Yes. With some exceptions. And so, so when you invite me for dinner, and you have this amazing garlic bread that you made yourself, I'm going to have some. And what else? Sugar. Well, yeah, did you sugar. Ask? That's not difficult for me, so that's not my advice. So sugar okay. is easy. I, never, I don't drink sugar. I don't... So, it's, it's hard to find something where I actually eat sugar. Sometimes when people give me desserts, but I don't really care about it. So sugar as such is not a, is not a big sacrifice for mm. me. So I don't have much sugar anyway, except mm. bread that sort of becomes sugar. I don't understand but that. How many times a day do you normally eat? Not now, normally. Normally. Yeah, I'm not good with that. So I like a good breakfast. Mm. So I would make myself an omelette or bacon and eggs every morning of my life. I really do. In like five minutes. Mm. And um, then... <laughs> I, I would not bring food to work, which I know is wrong. I'm going to mm. get in trouble right now. I'm going to be rebuked. Uh, and, and then I just make it till the evening, and then we cook mm. a good meal. Um, and then you are probably so hungry. Yeah, I'm starved. Yeah. I'm starved. And then you eat lots of carbs in the evening? Yes. When, I, when, I, when I'm not on some plan of some sort of discipline, that I do, yes. Yeah. Or, yes, this place. You walk around the corner, it's like a cafe, and they make the most amazing <laughs> chips with the most wonderful, unhealthy sauces. So when you don't bring food to work, like then Barry says, Barry says, then Barry, Barry's just right around the corner, then where we're recording, then Barry says, Wie gaan gesammelt my loop? Then you know exactly where this he's is, this going. This is the devil yeah, talking. Exactly. <laughs> see, that is the biggest problem. If you don't plan your meals. Yeah, but planning your meals is really hard. That's not my kind of thing, planning meals. Like, I, I, I don't like planning meals at all. So when we cook for supper, I like saying, what do we feel like cooking right now? And then we cook it. But, but then cook more of it. And take it to work. And take it to work. Yeah, we do that sometimes. Yeah. We do that sometimes. So, oh man, I, I know I've got to do that because you've got to eat many times a day. Yes. It doesn't make sense. The I never understood eat, that. Why? The more you eat, the more you're going to lose. Okay, That's they, a lie. How is that possible? There's so many, how can I say, so many different beliefs and diets. And one says you must fast in the morning and only eat in the evening. So different people believe different things. I have found what's worked for me and for my clients, the more you eat, the more you lose. Because if you look at your blood sugar levels, let's say, for example, okay, uh, let's say you're going to have Cocoa Pops, 
for breakfast, <laughs> right? Yes. So obviously you get up in the morning, your blood sugar levels are very low because you've slept now for six hours. You have cocoa pops, there's lots of sugar in there, so it's going to spike big time. So it will last you perhaps a few hours. Well, not really because it's cocoa pops. Then you get to work, and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm starving. So what's meaning is... Cocoa Pops one of your sponsors? No. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, sorry. So then your blood sugar level is going to drop so low. And at that stage, you don't really care. You're going to get that chips around the corner because you are so hungry. But you have to. Exactly. Because otherwise you're going to die. It's, it's, it's literally your body goes into starvation mode and you just need to feed your body. Feed the animal. And it, literally your whole day, your blood sugar levels, it's spiking and dropping and spiking and dropping. And if you eat a healthy balanced meal, if you eat every two, uh, every three hours, your blood sugar levels goes into a, if you look at a diaphragm, a nice straight line, which means it gives you energy throughout the day. It's into a fat burning zone. So I can eat chips every three hours? No. <laughs> You're going to look like a chip in three days. <laughs> so what should I eat then? Fruit, vegetables, protein, good carbs, like um, sweet potato, brown rice, basmati rice, pumpkin. Is there any good bread? Did God make good bread? I wish he did. I love rye bread. I do too. Yes. Is it good bread? It's better. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> I've, also, I've also found, um, you know, banting is the newest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done that. It worked. Yes. <laughs> I did it. So why yes. aren't you on it still? I sort of, I sort of. Thinking of going on it, but oh, okay. Ah, the bread, I love bread. Oh my goodness! But you I get baking bread. bread. That's not nice. What's oh, nice? No, you put not... a lot of um, almond butter on it. <laughs> Way more almond butter in the bread. Then it's actually very oh, nice. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I like normal bread. I like rye bread. Yeah, rye bread's good. I always order rye bread in the restaurants. Yeah, but that's that's good. Okay. <laughs> I really, I really wish you could do a program. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and bribe you because you, you're losing all your sponsors. <laughs> I'm gonna try and bribe you to do a program every week for us uh, because this is so educating and I, 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 we have many fat listeners. <laughs> you're gonna get emails now from all these listeners saying, "Oh, you're calling me fat today." But you know what? It's funny that you say because um, a lack of knowledge is the biggest problem people have got. Yes. Because they think. Just, just if I can just give a quick tip, if there's one thing, if you're trying to lose weight or just trying to get into better shape, try and cut out any carbohydrates after three o'clock in the evening. Hey. Now, the reason why I'm saying that, okay. I you, thought I'd have cut them the whole... Like, no, totally. no, balance, balance, yeah, balance. balance. When you get to um, home at night, okay, let's say you have a whole bowl of pasta and so that's lots of carbs. What are you going to do the rest of the evening? You're perhaps going to sit and watch TV. You're not burning any energy. Carbohydrates are there for energy, okay, to give you energy. If you're not burning it, if you're not using that energy, it gets stored as fat. So in the evening, you have a meal like lean protein, good chicken or fish or steak with veggies. Now, lots of vegetables. There's enough energy and Brussels fat. Brussels sprouts. Uh, don't go too boring now. <laughs> There's enough energy in your body or fat in your body to use as energy. Because you're not going to do any physical activity, you know, 10 o'clock at night. You're going to sleep. Yes, and I don't need much to sleep. No. So try and cut out the carbohydrates after 3 o'clock in the evening. So that is our tip of the day for Barry. 
And uh, he just walked in here, and he's making as if he can't hear me. And maybe he can't because there's a booth between us where we're recording. But our tip of the day for Barry is to cut carbs after three in the afternoon. <laughs> so all of you should send Barry an encouraging, uh, and encouraging, ask him how it's going. <laughs> encouraging ask him message on the website. And uh, how are you doing with cutting carbs after three in the afternoon? All right, Anna, we're going to start closing. It was great fun talking to you. We could still got some music running for 20 minutes to close up the hour. And um, I want to encourage you to listen to this podcast while you're going running in the morning or in the afternoon. Go run for 40 minutes and walk and listen to our fantastic podcast. And then... To get um, motivated. To get motivated. And then we have enough of you. If we have enough of you uh, emailing us, we might get Anna to do a weekly program. All right. Any last words on your side? Balance. That's just one word. <laughs> Balance. That's a great no, and, word. And if we can touch again on what we first talked about is be consciously aware of finding rest in God. Amen. Let's mm. just do that. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we don't either, but we're we're trying to figure it out. Mm. We're not uh, there yet. Yes. Yeah. All right. So this is Flaps here on Red Oak Radio and also doing a podcast for SoundCloud and, uh, and Anna Wood. Anna, thanks so much. What an honor. Thank you so much.